This is Scott Fairbairn, and I'm recording my teaching statement. I'm convinced that every person has the capacity to play and create music. It's my job as a teacher to give students the vocabulary of music through comprehension of reading, listening, and quote, speaking music, and removing the fear of failure to encourage risk-taking. The excitement of teaching music comes when a student plays a phrase or song they previously thought was unconquerable. It internalizes success and builds self-confidence in the learner's abilities. Both students and teacher bring their life experiences to class. Understanding this is especially critical in terms of diverse learners. I was raised with a very Western music experience. Diverse learners may come to class having grown up with music that uses microtones or more rhythmic complexity than what I've known. For this student, I must speak with them about their experience to better understand their starting point in relation to the course materials. Both teacher and student must be inquisitive or lessons will quickly become stagnant. As a human, I'm innately curious about all forms and styles of music. I've lived the folly where the teacher believed that Western classical was the only good music. This was accentuated by the fact that as students, we wanted to play and learn jazz, rock, and classical. A teacher raised on classical music can still explore and be excited by rap music, much like a student raised on reggae can appreciate Mozart and learn how to meld styles. Both learner and teacher must not be afraid to explore and experiment. A student can be taught to play notes, but it's incumbent upon me as a teacher to help the student speak the language of music, to understand the importance of silence, of nuance, of phrasing, thereby teaching the student to become a native speaker. One of the key elements of learning music is, of course, practice. Without practice, a musician is reciting, not embodying a piece. From my own experience, my favorite teacher recognized students who put in the effort, came to class ready to perform, and knew the repertoire intimately. I practiced. I rehearsed. When I was called on, I performed and was praised. When not playing, a level of freedom was afforded to me because of this. That behavior taught me what respect meant my respect for the teacher, and in turn his for me. And I would use this in my classroom regularly. I have the superpower to break down walls and build relationships with people. This inherent talent helps build trust, making it more comfortable and safer for students to ask questions and inquire deeper into topic that may be challenging. Part of that is me taking the time to listen to what students have to share. This gets the point across that they matter as people to me. They matter and I want them to succeed. More and more students are coming into classrooms with a technological expertise that teachers could not have anticipated. While playing an instrument remains relatively static, incorporating technology is critical. This absolutely includes everything from rehearsing, such examples as recording for playback to correct errors, using tech as metronomes for timing and tuners for tonal uniformity amongst a group of players, to recording techniques, music production, and scribing music, all the way to practicing intervals and ear training. Technology will also help diverse learners and may ensure more seamless incorporation of universal design for learning elements into all aspects of the classroom. This may include audio assistance for those with diminished hearing, adaptable screens for those with sight impairment, or other tech that will assist those with prominent mobility challenges. To me, learning begins where experience, inquiry, exploration, risk, and respect meet. And it's most exciting when a student begins communicating with you in their new language of music, and you respond back, and they hear and understand you.
That's where real creativity begins.